Hello and welcome to Inside TSD. I'm Troy School District Superintendent, Dr. Rich Macheski. It's been a little while since we've had an opportunity to share the events going on across the Troy School District as we didn't have an episode in December, but we certainly welcome all of you back in 2022 for our first episode in January. So normally we try to keep these a little bit shorter. I think today's, or this version, I should say, is going to be a little bit uh, a little bit longer because we've had quite a few things that have occurred uh, since our last podcast until the new year. So let's jump into it. First and foremost, welcome to 2022. Uh, it's been a uh, interesting, again, start to the new year. I uh, don't have to explain the challenges that have occurred with a, another onset of uh, the, the pandemic, in this case, the Omicron uh, variant uh, that has created some, some challenges for us. Uh, first and foremost, as has been our uh, goal uh, all along through the course of this pandemic, uh, return students to in-seat instruction as quickly and as safely as possible to make sure that we're focusing our mitigation uh, strategies within all of our buildings uh, and move our instructional program along, again, uh, as safely as possible for both staff uh, and our student uh, population. With that, uh, we've certainly experienced some challenges returning. Uh, one uh, important challenge that our community should be aware of is, is uh, staffing. Uh, we continue to have some challenges as it relates to staffing. We've been fortunate thus far to be able to staff our buildings. That is going to be an area that we continue to focus our attention on. So staffing certainly is an area of continued focus, as is our mitigation strategies. Uh, we reminded families coming back from break uh, we really need your support. If your students are not feeling well, if they're exhibiting any symptoms whatsoever, we're asking you to please hold your student out of school, uh, get them tested where possible. We recognize that testing is not an easy thing to do right now. Um, tests are not readily available, and we're certainly hopeful that tests will become more readily available in the near future. But for now, we're just asking you to work with us support us in keeping students home that are not feeling well if they're if they're symptomatic at all. We'll continue to do our part at the school level uh, in uh, making our schools as safe as possible uh, and allowing students the opportunity to engage in face-to-face uh, -face instruction uh, for as long as we, we possibly can. So again, you'll hear more information from the school district moving forward, continued communications from Kerry Birmingham's office as to how we're dealing with the virus uh, and this particular variant of the virus. We're certainly hopeful that in several weeks uh, we'll be in a situation uh, which, uh, which is more normal. We'll see these uh, infection numbers begin to go down and uh, we can experience a more normal uh, late winter into spring, but uh, only time will tell. You have our assurance, though, we will continue to work collaboratively with our school community uh, to keep our schools as safe as possible for our students, uh, for our staff, and for our larger learning community. One of the other important issues that need to be discussed uh, since last time we, we had an opportunity to share on this podcast is uh, issues of school safety. Unfortunately, we saw what happened, what transpired in, in Oxford schools and in December, and, and it came as a huge shock to all of us. Uh, and it came, comes also as a reminder that we need to continue to do everything we can to keep our schools a safe place 
for our students, for staff, and again, for that larger school community. So I want to take a moment, just talk about some of the communications we've already provided, but just to reiterate, what are the things that we're doing in the Troy School District to maintain a safe in environment for, for our school community? Uh, I, I look at it in, in really in three big buckets, if you will, or three main focus areas. Uh, the first is training. Uh, and we continue to and have been engaged over the course of the last uh, three going on now four years, uh, engaging in training uh, with the ALICE protocol. So all of our students are familiar with the ALICE protocol. We have trained our students on that ALICE protocol. Uh, we are continuing to look at that training in ways we can further develop it, ways that we can make it um, appropriate uh, from a training standpoint at each grade level. Uh, and so uh, you'll hear more from the school community moving forward with respect to training, but we believe that preparation training is important uh, as it relates to issues of, of school safety. Uh, it's also important to understand that we collaborate with the Troy Police Department and all of our first responders as part of developing our school safety protocol. We have a crisis district crisis committee that is made up of district administration, teachers, of course our police department, other first responders, individuals uh, that serve in those important capacities. They sit on our crisis committee. They provide us up-to-date best practice recommendations as it relates to uh, our training protocol and so forth. We meet with this group regularly. They provide us input. We share with them what's happening within our buildings. And um, I'm very pleased that we've got such a close working relationship with the Troy Police Department and they have been huge partners with us in making sure that uh, we maintain safety as a, as a number one priority uh, across our school community. The second big bucket I would say is infrastructure, is what are we doing to make sure that uh, while students are within our buildings, they're safe depending upon what incidents may occur. Uh, one thing that we did identify uh, over the course of the last month or so is that uh, within our buildings, not, not all of our um, doors, for instance, work the same way. Uh, some may open out while some may open in, and, and some have locks that work different in different ways. And so a recommendation that came from our crisis committee as well as from members of uh, our teaching staff, administration staff, and so forth is having a consistent locking mechanism available that in the event we had to lock down a building, we could do it quickly and, and we could do it consistently across the district. And so the Board of Education uh, late in December provided the administration the um, authority to move forward. And we are now um, contracting with a company who will be providing uh, consistent locking mechanisms across the school district. We expect that those will be in place sometime by the end of January. And then, of course, we'll be talking with staff, students, how, would, how to utilize those in, in an appropriate manner. And so things along those lines, making sure we have appropriate resources in every one of our classrooms uh, to address issues of, um, that, that may arise uh, is, is really important. So that second bucket infrastructure continues to be something that we'll focus on as a school district. I want to also say, and, and it's really important, and kudos to our our, our larger community and, and the Board of Education, 
uh, back in the in 2013 when the community passed the the bond issue at that time the 125 million dollar bond issue the first priority of that bond issue was creating safe entrances in all of our buildings and so the first thing that we did was make sure that we had safe uh, entryways into all of our buildings and so we have we've already done that we feel confident that those uh, entryways provide us an opportunity to uh, determine uh, who can come into our buildings and 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 when uh, when it would be appropriate not to, and so forth. So again, kudos to our community for getting out ahead of that in 2013, and uh, and knowing that uh, the the resources that you provided us as a school district have been appropriately spent, and certainly helps uh, as we think of school safety. Now that's not something we have to do. We've already done that. Now we can really focus on what's next. Uh, and so, um, again, thank you to our co- school community for for uh, supporting that bond issue. The next big bucket, I would say, as it relates to school safety is is the most important component, and I think it's the most relevant component, uh, in, and it's the most challenging component, quite frankly, because it's something that is ongoing, and that is a focus on uh, mental health and well-being. Uh, of all members of our of our school community, that's staff, that's students, that's our larger school community. Uh, we we know that um, there is no amount of hardening, if you will, uh, a uh, a learning institution that is going to protect us from anyone intent upon doing harm. Uh, it it's not about putting in metal detectors. It's not about backpacks. It's not about uh, uh, those things that you might see in an airport, for instance, um, because schools function in a very different way. Our focus really needs to be, has been, and will continue to be on the well-being of the individuals within our schools, knowing if a student uh, or a member of our community is struggling in some manner, do we have a mechanism to make sure that they get the help that they need, that we can identify them immediately, that we can bring help to them, uh, and and provide that necessary uh, support. That's really where, if you think about our strategic plan uh, and you think about our red pillar, that's where our focus has been uh, back in 2015 when we initiated that um, focus on uh, on health and well-being, the physical so- and mental support for psychological support for for students and staff, and with Project 26, the next iteration of our strategic plan. That focus remains because what we heard as we listened to our school community is that is really important. And so we doubled down on that, and that continues to be a, a huge focus of our work moving forward. So you have our commitment that we're going to continue to provide resources uh, from a personnel standpoint as well as a curricular standpoint uh, to uh, address issues of mental uh, health and well-being. Because we do believe that at the end of the day, that is really what provides us the best opportunity to create a culture, to create an atmosphere in all of our buildings where students feel that they belong, they have uh, someone that they can go to if they're, if they're experiencing a challenge or a problem, and that we have individuals ready to support them at a moment's notice. That is what uh, we believe uh, is going to best help uh, keep our learning community the most safe moving forward. We certainly recognize uh, that we have room to continue to grow and develop in, in our, our procedures, and we're going to continue to do that. 
I want to take a moment and just thank all of those that, uh, in closing the loop on this conversation, who reached out to, to um, our, our colleagues and, and the, in the Oxford community uh, who supported them with whether it be material goods or, or whether it was just resources, whether it was monetary uh, support. Um, the IA uh, t- uh, Tea House, they, they donated money to the uh, to Oxford, as did uh, we have a number of tribute concerts uh, where the monies were raised and sent to help support the Oxford community. That's just a couple that off the top of my head that I that that I can mention, and I know there were many more. And so a, th- a huge thanks to all of you who reached out uh, to um, our friends and neighbors in Oxford and, ha- and are continuing to support them through a very difficult uh, and challenging time as they return their students uh, to school. So moving on, uh, there's certainly reason to celebrate, as there always is in Detroit School District. Congratulations to Was Elementary. They were winners this year of the Step Up to the Plate uh, Challenge. That is a challenge that is uh, that we that is done annually, uh, supported by the Troy Chamber of Commerce, uh, and in as part of Restaurant Week. So it's receipts uh, from those families that have gone out to support Troy restaurants. Uh, the school dist- the school that has the largest number of receipts, uh, is winner of Step Up to the Plate. There's a monetary award for that building. So congratulations to Mr. Jansen and the staff at WAS and the entire WAS community. I want to also. Uh, Give a huge shout out to all of our um, fine arts individuals, all of those individuals involved in our fine arts, uh, whether as instructors or students and, and or parents and our parent groups that support our fine arts. We had a huge and very successful winter concert season uh, from our band, our jazz, our orchestras, all had opportunity to, to provide in-person concerts and they were just fabulous. Also to our theater programs, uh, Troy High uh, put on a, uh, a great uh, production of Pride and Prejudice, as did the uh, Athens uh, Theater Company uh, with Elf, and um, had an opportunity to see those and just a- appreciate the excellence that our, con- that our students uh, and the adults associated with helping to support them uh, provide. Uh, so I think we can all be uh, very proud of uh, the continued excellence in, the, in our fine arts programming across the Troy School District. As we look forward, um, those students that have an interest in esports, and yes, esports is one of the fastest growing competition sports across the United States. For those that may not have seen the announcement, it is available to you, individual or students that are, have an interest. Uh, we would ask that you um, go to uh, the Troy School District YouTube. Uh, channel, and you'll see a um, a video that was prepared to introduce esports in the Troy School District. So I strongly encourage you, if you have an interest, students or parents know your students may have an interest, go to the Troy YouTube channel, search that video, and you'll see all of the you'll get all the information you need if you have an interest in in participating in that. Of course, as I just mentioned, a success we came off a successful winter concert series. Uh, and winter fine arts uh, uh, series. Uh, look forward to spring concert season as well as 
uh, our spring theater productions. Um, I know that uh, at this point, Troy High School has in, has identified that they'll be uh, doing the musical Mamma Mia. So I'm certain that many people will will want to look forward to that. And Athens will be doing a theater production uh, that has it is yet to be determined. So you can look forward to uh, a successful theater production at Athens as well. But we'll we'll be able to provide more information as we move forward. Um, it's never too early to start thinking about next school year, especially for our families that may have preschool students. There is a preschool informational night on Tuesday, uh, January 12th at 6 o'clock. Um, I would encourage you to go to the, uh, the preschool website for additional information on that. But 6 o'clock on January 12th, uh, information on next year's uh, preschool programming. Again, never too early to start thinking about next year. Also, uh, an important uh, program in the Troy School District every January is our Martin Luther King celebration. Uh, This year, uh, much like last year, it's going to be a virtual celebration. It'll be done on Monday the the 17th on MLK Day. Um, There will be much more information to come on this. I encourage you to uh, watch for updates from Carrie Birmingham. Uh, in the very near future as we finalize our program agenda for that day. But uh, you can be assured that we'll have a number of student um, performances uh, or or participation, I should say, in that day, as well as uh, some opportunities for dialogue that are really important as we think about the legacy of Dr. King and how that legacy uh, continues to have an impact on our school district as well as our larger school community and the city of Troy. So I encourage you to, um, it's been a huge program for us in the Troy School District. I encourage you uh, to to look for information and certainly encourage all to, to join us as part of that celebration. So with that, and as I mentioned from the onset, we were going to spend a little more time today than maybe normal talking about events uh, in in the Troy School District. Uh, But again, since we missed uh, December, uh, we're catching up here in January. Look forward to uh, coming back and sharing more uh, great insights as to uh, what's going on here in the Troy School District in February. But until then, and for Inside TSD, I'm your superintendent, Dr. Rich Macheski. Thank you very much.